0: I'm assuming that's going to have OK audio as well. Um, oh, I can remember that, how I start these things now as well. You make some
1: corny joke about yeah, Connor. Usually that's he's
0: not like here. <laughs> <laughs> usually I just text this out of Connor yeah. um, in, in some mean way. That's good. Okay. Uh, so she is, hello, welcome for tactics, best of kill team, 40K, podcast, and YouTube channel. Do
1: you want me to bring it up? In. You should put this in, Let's be an outfit. There should be an 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 <laughs> there. Yeah. a
0: bit at the end where it's like, does Ryan know yeah. what he's doing?
1: No. So everyone can see the... It's not easier when it's,
0: when it's all on a screen and you can just... And you can just read it, yeah. And you don't throw coke all over your hoodie as well. Um,
1: yeah. more, more hello more. and
0: welcome to Sony Point Tactics, the competitive kill team, 40k. Podcast and YouTube channel, folks giving you the strategy and tactics. Got you covered. the about to learn. every turning point. I'm your host Ryan. I've got it, mate. I've got it. It's, it's, it's locked in. It, it, did, locked it
1: in. didn't feel that. It I'm didn't feel like this. it,
0: but when I, when I started <laughs> going through it, the muscle memory came
1: in. I'll be honest. Now you're making me want to put some models too. Um,
0: yeah, you It definitely
1: too. needs some some outtakes here, so I can. It, it needs a little bit of show my unbridled uh, little
0: bit of extra stuff floating around
1: nihilism here to show off my models.
0: Um,
1: he wasn't. Look good though. They do look good. I did try hard on these. You're pretty proud of them? Yeah, they came out good. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. This guy can go up here. He's going to shoot you in the back. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's down here looking mean. He's putting some mines over here that we forgot to roll. Totally legit.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It helps if you remember the, the reason why you bought a model. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no shade, right? No shade. <laughs> we're all friends here. Just remember, we're all friends. We're all friends. What
0: does this mind layer do? I don't know. Just go around and shoots people. All right.
1: Fuck
0: it. <laughs> all right. Is that really slowly moving forward? That is me. Maybe it's just my like perception
1: of it. it feels alright. Maybe we'll just. On. Yeah, maybe we'll just. We'll slowly, get to like a critical moment. Go, bam. <laughs> yeah
0: you will have to just reset and be like, "Yeah, that's, that's the high-quality production so you're expecting." We'll be back in two weeks from, from, from a this. from a paying member of the <laughs> Twenty Point tactic Patron. All right, cool. Uh, right, I think I'm ready to go. Are You ready to go? Yeah. Right, I'll, then I'll we totally we're going to totally wing about. it. We'll talk about season three shit. Season three shit. Chess shit.
1: Which I actually like season three, apart from the train. So we'll I'm to a that. Bit, I'm bit
0: worried about the train. It looks I. so bad. Like it looks. So it looks it, I played the train out like before, and it just plays really weirdly. Yeah. Like. Um, it's teams that have silent weapons like Star are going to laugh like crap Right, it. Right. It's going to be a horrendous. Um, cool. Alright, so I will let's, let's go for this it before right I throw for- Yeah, it should be alright. Before I throw any more Pepsi on me. I'm pretty sure it's registering 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 both of our com. if you talk for a bit. Yeah, hello? Yeah, yeah it's it looks like around. it. it Stuff's moving. It probably won't record any of it and we'll just sit here and talk for an hour. <laughs> cool. Alright, let's do it. Hello and welcome to Turning Point Tactics, the competitive Kill Team 40k podcast and YouTube channel focused on giving you the strategies and tactics to seize initiative every turning point. I'm your host, Ryan, and I nailed it. That was the first time. Yeah, no practice. <laughs> no practice. <laughs> there was no research. In, we just went in. Um, and I'm joined by Jason. Uh, Jason is the sort of founder the the key. Yeah, I'm the
1: I'm the biggest bully.
0: The biggest bully in the Knotts Kill Team. The the, the, the the father figure of of Notts Kill Team, uh, and uh, basically has established the group from the from the ground up, which is yeah. pretty damn awesome. so uh, great to have you on. Thanks for, for coming on. And um, I think this will become. I mean, we've put on before actually. Uh, people haven't seen your face before, so no. this is like the, the big face reveal. Sorry, you like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Apologies, guys. For No, was the, what's the I think that was it. You no. Know, uh, Oh no, no, it was the was battle it? report, wasn't it? The battle report, did yeah. you face in the battle report? No, we, that was... Or? It was just, just, just yeah. screen time. Just screen time of um, Harlequins getting destroyed. Just getting destroyed. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely
0: falling over, isn't it? That's not just me. No, um, that has moved. That has moved. Let me just quickly reset the camera so you don't just see a, a table and not our beautiful faces, which is what you're coming here and paying for. Uh, this is real high quality. <laughs> <but we're, sorry. laughs> So this is like the new, the new format that we're going to go with in future. I'm actually going to bring the proper phone stand because uh, I totally haven't just stacked you with a bunch of plastic kilting boxes. Um, with
1: some blue tack. With some blue with tack, which quality. is the high quality,
0: Ooh. and it wouldn't. Even, like, I guess it would be less disappointing if I didn't have all the stuff to be able to do this properly <laughs> anyway. So I actually do yeah. have all the bits that I, I, I need. I just didn't bring them. Hmm. Um, At
1: this point, all the patrons are fully expecting you just spunk their money. <laughs> it was
0: like, what's what's he doing? Oh, he's going to America <laughs> again. Great, <laughs> loads uh, of models, <laughs> though. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> so um, yeah, there is. Well, so I've, I've actually managed to, I think, order Strike Team, Justin, uh, just Ian and his mates. So I'm going to send that off to Josh Team. So yes. hopefully, you will be able to see those, and I'll give them a go. I don't know how good they are, if I'm honest. Like, yeah, they seem kind of. I think a bland, marriage to me, I, like, I, I like something like that. Illuminate looks so dope. Like, they, f-
1: they feel a bit like a halfway house between Compendium and mm. a bespoke team, right? They're, like a, they're not quite a Compendium, they're not that bland, but they are not anywhere near a bespoke team, because they have nothing.
0: I mean, it'll be interesting to see when the PDF rules come out, because if they actually do give them like, equipment, equipment. tack Ops,
1: yeah.
0: the lot, they could be a really fun team. Mm. At the moment, I don't know i feel like I might just get boredom little little quickly, um, but I do like my elites. So, and speaking of elites, we just played uh, a Phobos mirror match, meta chasing, meta yep. chasing uh, after Ace, um, <laughs> but it, it was it was good because obviously should, I recorded the podcast talking about Phobos, so we we're able to look at a few of the bits that we we put through, um, and I don't know, like the. I don't think they're very reliable.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like, feels,
0: like,
1: feels like when something goes wrong, that everything goes every, wrong. Everything yeah, goes yeah.
0: wrong. So you're, you you managed to charge me with into one of my guys and mm. and die. Yeah. Um, Rolled one hit. Woo. Yeah. So like one hit. A that's five. that's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's yeah. There's not much you can do about that, unfortunately. My um, crack grenade, real good. Yeah, crack grenade. Real one good. hit. Got
1: one hit. Which you retain for cover.
0: So Cor and I really have this chat actually every now and then. We talk about how dice can spike and how if you roll like at the start of the game mm. really poorly, even if you roll really hot at the late later stage of the game, it can sometimes be so disruptive. Yeah. That it doesn't like, it doesn't matter, right? Like yeah. y- you you threw a crack grenade, did no damage, charged someone and just died having <laughs> done like four damage. So you lost an entire model and an entire activation. And I think I think from there that
1: yeah, it was pretty much.
0: That's it, right? It's the like, writing was on the wall from there. Yeah, it? which is like, interesting about those mirror matches because it becomes so like so important those those singular events. Whereas in horde teams, like you can just yeah, it you've got more
1: so wiggle room to recover, haven't you? Mm. Potentially,
0: which is interesting. But
1: do you think you're gonna play foals a lot more? What do you reckon? Um, I like, so we just like I made a flippant comment of they're not that hard to play, which I meant the rules are actually not that hard to grasp compared to like void dancers. Yeah. Where there are lots they're of that's lots confusing. of yeah, horrible stuff going on, lots of confusing yeah. stuff. Um, but I guess to run efficiently, they're very difficult. Because mm. they're not they're not space marines where they can take lots of hits and dish out loads of damage. They just
0: they're, sort of do they're weird pretty much guard, things
1: guardsmen in power armor. <laughs> yeah. Which is real bad. But they're real good at playing the that's mission. That's
0: how it feels when you don't roll above a three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are they are good at playing the mission. And so the Omni Scrambler is a, is a fantastic ability. Uh I think we both sort of forgot about that at the start of the game. Yeah. But we, we did a bit of bit of moving around and and higgity piggity to put some threats out. So MVP for me I really like the Vox Breaker. Yeah, that was good. So that's probably something that I didn't mention in the podcast that I probably should have mentioned specifically in that and that's
1: why loss. I lost, because you didn't mention it. I wasn't <laughs> exactly. ready. I was just I was holding sorry. information <laughs>
0: from you. Um, but no, like, I should have covered it. So Vox Breaker revealing someone uh, out of heavy cover or light cover, whatever, within six inches. When you can move so fast with a team, with Vanguard, like that, that gives you that asymmetric advantage that you need, yeah. I think. So um, one of the other points that probably should have covered in that is use use that box breakers to your advantage, because against like other elite teams, you need you need to shoot them. Like, yeah. you're not gonna out melee them really. Um
1: No, it's like a finisher, really, isn't it?
0: Really yeah. Not. So, uh, yeah, unless you can, get, yeah, I, 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 against i' you're gonna die. So I, I think you have to like you have to shoot them and you have to try and shoot them as effectively as possible, as early as possible, and it just gives you some good early shooting. Um yeah. So. Yeah, it was was an interesting game, Um, and we finished pretty rapidly, I think. we didn't didn't take long. We were
1: pacing through, which Mm. is nice. See, this is a nice segue here. It's almost (laughs) like...
0: You know what I want to talk about. You're leading on to something here. So uh, I'm happy to say, uh, and it's part of the reason why why you're on, right, is because Jason's one of the few people that I think has the sort of, like, uh, natural charisma to, to to tell you you're wrong in a, in, a, in a nice way, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's true. <coughs> and um, we, were, we were talking about chess clocks, and and basically, I think up until the conversation, I would have always said every tournament, 100 at a time, chess clocks. Yeah. Um, because from from a purely competitive point of view, like it makes sense. You know, when you're operating the, 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 the you know, once you know all your team rules, you know your opponent's rules and you know train rules and all that sort of stuff, and, and you're already there, you're not, to, you're not having to reference anything. It makes perfect sense just to go, yeah, sure, and we'll add a little extra thing on there. Yeah. No biggie, right? Then you sort of raise the point of, and this is why I think it's really good to have that different point of view, because your focus is community and like yeah. bringing more people into the game as a TO and all that sort of stuff. And You've done a pretty successful job, I would say, mm-hmm. for, for other TOs to follow um so you've gone from two people to
1: there's like 75 in the group chat and we're regularly this week we've got 28 players coming for casual games
0: it's insane on Thursday and Friday every every Thursday and Friday there is enough players to run a tournament which is like insane yeah um so you you come from a very different point of view and I think it's really good to to get those points of views on because it's something that people you know there's some content creators out there, and everyone has their own sort of opinions on stuff. Um, most of them focus towards competitive. I'd mm-hmm. say, like, Command Point, Can I Roll, Create Myself. Um, Andy does like a. He likes to. He likes to say he's not competitive.
1: Oh yeah, but he hurts when he loses. Yeah, yeah. But
0: but but, <laughs> I, but I, I, I think he's still like, although he is a casual player he still thinks in a competitive mindset yeah, if that makes yeah. sense like he's like what's good what's bad you know yeah. and then he and then he deliberately chooses not to take the good team which yeah. is like a but like he understands, he always thinking from it from that perspective and from like a, a news perspective as well but I don't think there's anyone that's really doing the community point of view I guess mm. maybe uh, squad games Dakota he does a bit of it but on the podcast but but I, I think I think it's a niche I think it's something that that is the most important part of the game because yeah. Without people like you, the tournament's just going to be 10 of us. Yeah, you the know, same 10 people. The same time. 10 people every time yeah. on chess clocks. Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's not going to grow outside of that, right? Yeah. So, um, well, do you want to talk about a little bit about your point of view on it? And yeah, so,
1: my, like, I'm not against it, I would say. Like, I, I do think there's a place for it. Um, however, I don't think, like, your general tournaments are it. Perhaps, like you said, the, the World Championships, maybe if that's something they wanted to introduce because everyone there should be at a good enough level to not feel a, a horrible, negative effect to it. What's
0: really interesting with the World Championships?
1: Yeah, I'll let you say <laughs>
0: Oh, you're going to say right? Yeah, yeah. They chose not to do that, right? Chose they chose to four do Four hours, so yeah. they've
1: like, they got massive,
0: like, you have all the time in the world to deliberately avoid any chess golf.
1: And I think we have that mechanism in tournaments, right? That's what I will say to you. So there is a way to schedule it where I always give an hour and 45, but we probably have half an hour between each round, mm. really. Even though I advertise 15 minutes, in the schedule there is time to move so if there are a lot of games which has never happened so far we've run four tournaments the fifth one is coming up and i've timed out three games in four tournaments and only one of them was not in the last round already so although i said to them it was timeout i still let them wrap it up because as we like briefly discussed the last turning point is like tidy up isn't it it's like can yeah. i can i deny you that one point can you can i score that one other point that now is is up in the air and most of the other game is wrapped up by then right it's very yeah. rare you get to a game where you like turning point four it's really crucial yeah <clears throat> the game's a siren turning point two, two and three it's done isn't it so um. those out of those three games one game was timed out in turning point three where i had to say like you would just have to wrap up these activations that's done the other two I was we had the time they were timed out so you have timed out but you can quickly talk out and roll the dice for whatever situation was can you score that or not um so i don't see it as a problem So like we have mechanisms in place, and if you think someone is deliberately um, wasting time to gain an advantage or game the system, that's why you have a TO, right? And I don't think there's any shame in asking the TO to come and uh, like, have a look at this or just run through it. Like this guy's taken five minutes to move one guardsman and we're in 10.1, it shouldn't be that crucial at this point. And a TO ha- should be confident enough to suggest that person moves it on. And if we come back again and we're still like, what turn of point are you in? And the game is heavily stored, then I, I can take action, right? And it's in, my- it's in my event pack. It's in every event pack I've been to, every tournament, Say the TO can timeout games, can enforce a loss, can remove you from the tournament if it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you played a lot of Kill Team. I played a lot this year because I've been getting more and more into it. I've never had...
0: Well, he it's, 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 it, may, may be your point. So you've run four tournaments which the latest one had was it 32 32 yeah so um i don't know how many games there are so everyone's playing four rounds of so thirty two.
1: 64.
0: it's like you're getting close to probably like over 500 games it's 64
1: about. games isn't it roughly so 16 games of 32 men each round so four rounds and then 64 games but times uh, four, four so say, 240,
0: oh yeah, 240 256 okay. 256 there you go wow well, good yeah. maths um Like that's like that's a lot of games, and you've had three timeouts. Three timeouts, and then I'm trying to think how many tournaments I've been to. I've had, I want to say two. Two in the UK, one in Spain. Maybe there was one before that. Maybe like three games, Mm. but I've probably played 250 games. So like, or more. Like you know, um, so when we talk about percentages i think we're talking about like I just sort of say less than one percent of games and it's which is
1: i think as well for context my tournaments in particular are full of newer players because right? yeah. i'm very keen to and hopefully some of those players will, will be able to i'm sure some of them are patrons and will mm-hmm. speak up in the chat like a lot of them have anxieties about joining tournaments um and i've personally spoken to them and said you know change your mindset a little bit of like don't come in thinking i'm not good enough like if you like the game and you like the people then it's a day of doing what you love right because you enjoy it so that's why you should come and if you if that's your goal you will achieve that so people have have been in there so we've got a lot of people what i'm trying to get to is like they're not massively up on all the rules and they are probably referencing things and asking you to show them so that game is massively slower than perhaps a game you and i would play and still the percentage of timeouts is really low
0: and so, like, and, and this is the point that I think was really interesting to me is because I have surrounded myself, and this is kind of like you're influenced by the people that you're around. Yeah, back. It's going, it's, it's, go again? Again? <laughs> it's going to go again. It's going to go again. That's why I've to hand off as well. that no, be good. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so high quality. Um, I have surrounded myself by a lot of competitive players. Yeah. So when, like, when you when you get opinions and you say, what do you think about this? then generically, like, you get those echo chambers, right? And yeah. in the competitive scene, the most competitive players usually are quite vocal and mm-hmm. they'll say, really good thing, and, and you know, um, I, I always wanna play with chess clocks, don't see the benefit of not playing with chess clocks. And then you go to a slightly different environment and the, usually the, the, people that, the people that don't wanna have that extra pressure and they're already wavering on do I go to this tournament or not, yeah. Are not the people that are going to say, like they're not going to call you out for saying, like yeah. I think chessbooks are a good idea. They're going to go, okay, well, I'll just like I, I don't want any confrontation with it, so I'm, I'm just going to avoid it, right? Yeah. And I think that's where, as a community, we're missing a trick, and that's yeah. where I think my and it's where my opinion has changed over this because as I said initially I just talked to all competitive players, I understand it, and then you start to to, and even when it comes to like oh, I'll talk to you in a second about uh, TO, like and, and how you run through like that, but. Like, those people, as soon as you say, actually, what do you think about it? And, you, and you, let, you give them the forum to speak about it. I was amazed at how many people say, yeah, I don't really want them. Like, yeah. like is it, I think people will be surprised on a poll how many people are not actually that interested in chess clocks. <laughs> there's, like, there's, there's, there's a bunch of people in the middle <coughs> that don't really care. Yeah. And even the competitive players, like I'm sure a lot of them say, I want, to, I want a chess clock. But if you ask a competitive player, are you not going to play if you don't have one? They're gonna say no. I still play. Of course, they will. Whereas, like the casual person's like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna play. And it's like, well, why have a rule that's gonna just exclude someone? You know? Yeah. Um,
1: and that kind of leads into what we were discussing as well. It's like I feel a worry of mine would be that we're creating an extra barrier for people in the say. Let's say if everyone was in a tier you you might be a more elite player you're in the top tier i'm in the middle or the lower tier someone else in the middle or the lower tier then you've just put a barrier in between because that mental tax is heavier on me so i'm not as up to date with the game and the strategy as you are it doesn't come as naturally to me so actually, I'm already, like we talked about, you're playing a predictive game probably because you're at that stage where you know roughly how my team plays, you know how your team plays, and you can predict where I'm going to go. You know where that model is good, he's going to do this thing. I don't yeah. play like that. I do at the first maybe turn, a few turns, and then after that, I'm just reacting. So I'm processing more information. Then you add a time limit <coughs> aspect to it, yeah. which now I'm balancing that as well. And we talked about things like pre-measuring and stuff. you add in more tax because I probably won't pre-measure in your turn, because I need to see what you're doing because I'm playing a reactive game, right? Because I'm still at that stage where I don't understand everything fully. I don't know all the rules. Or I might know all the rules, but I don't know the strategies. That's probably where I am, if I'm yeah. be honest. <clears throat> you are able to look at someone playing Void Dancers and be like, I know how a Void Dancer player at the higher levels is going to approach this game, but I don't. I just see, oh, why has he done that? And try and balance those things up as I go. So you're adding more tax to me, um, and that just creates a barrier which doesn't need to be there, right? Because the competitive scene will be better if more people are in it.
0: That's how I see it. And another interesting thing on it as well is, like, <coughs> th- there is already a lot of rules to learn for this game. Yeah. And now you're adding another set of rules on top of it. Yeah. And it's something that's not easily available. No. Like, and, so it's, and you don't want people to get, be ambushed by it, right? And so I think you're right in, in a sense of trying to make it as balanced and even as possible. If you surprise someone a day who's not expecting it and say, hey, do you want to now play... Like chess clock rules. Like, well, I've, ne- I've
1: never known them before. Like, what am I? Like, what? I don't imagine so, there are any casual clubs. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't imagine there are any casual clubs that are like, let's do Thursday night or whatever gaming that we do, and let's all run chess clocks for the.
0: Well, this is it. I, I mean, I, I think so the where game... do you,
1: where do you become accustomed to it?
0: So I, I do think the game would be better. Well, I don't know. I, I even say that now, and I'm sort of questioning it because <laughs> I, I don't know if it is if it's better. Like it. If if it becomes a significant problem, which I don't, don't think it is yet, there is there is some high level games that I've known known have been had had time issues, and it is like pff, less than one percent of games, mm. so I can understand from that point of view. But see, this is where I think so. For, uh, so the, what what I've done for the for, for the tournament the Tony Boy Tactics tournament, because this, this is kind of like the, based on the feedback, and I asked a bunch of people about it. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to get some feedback. I want to tell them what the community thinks and feels. And I feel like we, we try to go for a balance, right? So yeah. day one, like, unless both of you want to play with a chess clock, which some competitive players yeah. want to, and they'll be paired up with each other and say, yeah, I want to do that. Then, like, unless you both want to, you're not playing one. And I'm, I'm gonna, like, as a, as a TO, Go and check with people, right? Because that's really important because again, if you just say to someone on a day, like most polite people will just say yes because they're too afraid to say no, which again is kind of exploiting a situation where you already know more about the game than them. Yeah. You already you already know your your rules and their rules better than you. You're now giving them another set of rules to learn on the day, and then and and something to physically do as well. Yeah. Like the muscle memory of actually remembering to turn the clock, because the amount of times even I've gone, oh, I've just left that clock on for this is yeah. your entire turn and, and you can just be like well tough tough luck you can turn it over you know that's a whole extra level of stuff that they weren't even, even preparing for so uh, if someone comes to the tournament and they don't, don't want to do that they shouldn't have to do that yeah. right and and that's why i think it's really important that we go around and make sure that people actually go do you know the, do you know the rules for playing with a chess clock because you know we've heard people say if you run out of time you score zero well that's not how the like that's not Life.
1: That is how some places. That, really that's like, how some that's places. Do so it. that's another thing. Like
0: you, it's like what's the? No, some difference? of the Polish
1: players play like that because I played yeah. uh, Mateusz at Warhammer. World. That's what he was telling me. We did use a chess clock. I didn't enjoy it. <clears throat> that has yeah. probably coloured more of my opinion on top of what I already thought. Um, and he said he explained that if I had got to zero in in a Polish tournament, I would have scored zero for the game. Now, I, I, I kind of understand yeah. from a competitive point, but I also think there's a big feels bad. Like you've paid money to. Come and play a game of a day of kill team and if you score zero for four games that's a real four. you you won't come back if you're a newer player
0: and like how how close is it like if i've got five seconds left on my clock but you can't go yeah. before me you just go oh, now you're zero sorry like yeah. you're, you're winning 21 to two but i'm yeah. lucky mate i win by two points yeah. um so yeah i so the way that it, for our tournament if you do use it it's just from that moment onwards, you just pass yeah but this is the interesting thing, and and kind of the point that you say about other ways to manage it, I've used chess clocks in games, and my opponent has timed out. Um, and e- even though they've timed out, we've always finished on my time. Yeah. Because I've never, I've never enforced it. Like I've never yeah. actually gone. You're only going to pass now. Yeah. Um, so even even in those games where I've used a chess clock. And and it's like prompted people to think about the time and that sort of stuff, and they realize they they've timed out. We've still finished our games and I've just done in my time, and um, and that happened in Spain. You know, there was a guy that had been slow in his games, and he was like, "I want to use a chess clock because, you know, I I want to be aware of my time." And I think we finished, and he had like I had like half an hour left on, on my clock when he ran out, and I was like, well, "Let's just play it out, you know. Yeah. There's, there's no point just saying, stop." Gay men's now like yeah. that's not why I'm here, and you know like yeah. let's just play it through. And so, I think you're right. All those experiences combined made me think that there's better ways of solving it. And I, th- I think that, I think they're there. They they have a purpose at the top tables if if it's agreed by both players, um, but I think at the lower tables it's just like an extra barrier to, to entry that we we don't need in in, in the hobby yeah. just yet, if. That percentage changes and we start seeing people trying to exploit it we can revisit it right and as a community we can revisit it um and i would be interested to know if people like what like if you're if you're watching this and you think it's a bigger problem like how many games has it been a problem and 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 how frequently um because don't be wrong whenever it happens to me or whenever it happened to me i was annoyed about it at the time
1: mm.
0: but actually like it was a very small yeah. And, and and sometimes it worked out to my advantage or, you know, and sometimes it didn't. So even in the games where I'm like, oh, it's timed out. Like, I think in one of the games I was playing against Nick's Commandos and we we timed out. Yeah. So I need to find a way to make this better, but but sorry, guys. If nobody um, has motion sickness. Yeah. It's <laughs> just <laughs> so really slowly uh, go down. But, like, I think it ended up being, like, I won by more of a margin, and it would have been a much closer game had we played twenty point four. Yeah. And so we sort of like we lost that, and and now I I will not know having finished that game if I des- deserve the win or not because on twenty point three I was like oh this is gonna be pretty close <laughs> to twenty point four you know if I win initiative I can do this I can do that maybe it's about one or two points in it but like right now I'm winning, and then obviously for a variety of reasons, we, we timed out and it's like, okay, cool. Um But I, I, I sort of wanted to know how how it would go. make sense?
1: There's a lot of double skills so. bads, aren't there? Because you, yeah. if you're a player who is going to get That was an aggressive <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, if you're a player who like, who values that competition rather than just the victory, which I think most competitive players are. Yeah. Right? I think I'm yet to meet someone who is win at all costs and they don't care that their opponent got timed out and they won on a technicality. I think most of the players that we've spoken to that are in that. They want to have that battle that they, they achieved the win. <clears throat> so there's a double feels bad, isn't there? If you've won two of your four games in the tournament because the opponent timed out, does yeah. that sully your experience as well? Because you're like, I didn't earn those two wins. And then the person who is timed out has had a bad, has feel bad as well.
0: Yeah, so and that's kind of it is like, yeah, because you, you don't want the person to walk away from your game. Which you thought you were doing really well in, and just go well. Then you lost because of time. Down. Yeah. Uh, you know, I ran out of time. That, that that's the only reason why I lost. Um, and then equally, you don't want it to be you know, opposite way round. And so, it is a fine balance. Um, I, I think there is that it's that middle ground, isn't it? Of of you want games to proceed in time. So I think where the community has been lacking potentially, which I think is now getting recognised and solved, is actually the. Um, what you do when you time out like yeah. having that agreed and like how that works and having people come around cool to round timings and then they say okay it's now last activations you get one they get one then you get your final one yeah. that's it so you actually understand the rules when it happens because i think it's only ever really feels bad when when you're playing a game and someone just suddenly says you have 10 minutes left and you and you're like whoa like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god and and you're only your in turning point two you go i need just try to finish it so i think that's kind of where it's that's where it, it it's bad but if if you're being told the whole way through you, most players go oh actually we need to speed up you know yeah, yeah. We're, we're not making time and then you go from there yeah um and i think that's probably where we're getting better so yeah it's an it, 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 interesting discussion because I, and that's kind of my why i think it's worth talking about because I think as a competitive community it's like we need to be competitive but we also need to be a community.
1: Yeah and I think a, a big <laughs> so, part of competition is having new, new, yeah. new blood right because if, you, if we isolate the people at the top then your competition will be less exciting because it will be the same people all the time. Yeah. And the fact that people can just potentially like, like Dan Barton had a bit of a meteoric rise this year from, from practically nowhere right and now suddenly he's a, he, he's a big player. He's really good. and yeah. he's He's new blood. And you need more things like that. So that is, in my opinion, obviously I'm not in the massive competitive scene, not the top tier, but I think you, would, I would enjoy it more if there were more faces. I,
0: and I think you're 100% right. And that's kind of the, the cool thing. You want to prove to people that it, like that's possible. Yeah. Right? It's like, you can start this this game, you can enjoy it, and in a year's time, you can be like a really good competitor. Yeah. And what you don't want to do is have someone who could be like that Put off because of a, a mechanic that's actually not core to the game. Yeah, it's not like, part of the
1: game. We've introduced it as a community. Yeah, and, and it's, it's an extra gateway that we don't need to have because yeah. it solves a problem that isn't a massive problem. Um, but something I did think as we were talking, it's like it could be a meta thing and it? it could be like we're in the UK and that's not uh, a UK focused problem. Yeah. It could be more rife in like Poland or somewhere else in the EU where they have a bigger scene and maybe they have a problem and that's kind of trickling over here because obviously we get a lot of guys coming over from Poland and Spain and yeah. other big kilted communities.
0: It might be worth just doing a poll on it and just being like, what have you guys seen? Yeah. And, and it will be anecdotal, obviously. Of course, yeah. But like, out of the percentage of your games, how many have you had that's been a problem? And... Because I'm sure... Sh- I'm sh- I hate... I, it pains to say it, but I'm sure there are some people out there that will try and abuse it to,
1: to get a little
0: advantage.
1: Should you do you think you've ever played someone where <clears throat> they deliberately played the time? No.
0: I don't think I don't, no. I think I've played people who who are just unintentionally slow. Yeah. I think no. I can't think of anyone that I've played against that I think.
1: One the of the arguments slow. I've seen for it is like we should both have an equal amount of time to play the game, <clears throat> is what I've seen, right? However, my counter argument to that would be this is an asymmetrical game. So if you pick a six-model team and I pick a 14-model team, you have strengths in your six-model team that I don't have. That's the asymmetry, because otherwise you can't homogenize everything.
0: True, but the, the way that those teams are built and the way you should be playing those teams should be such that, like, that's, that that's the penalty reward, right? So you, I think because kill team selection is something you have to choose. It's like if you know you're a slow player playing vet guard with 12 activations or blooded. Yeah. Like you're, it shouldn't become a problem for your opponent. Because because it, it's kind of like because I, I agree with you in a sense of you have less models, but how far do you take that? Do so you is say, it
1: is it like the the benefit is your mental tax is less because you're moving six models yeah. and you're keeping six. So say Space Marines as a level you're keeping six models safe, but I'm keeping fourteen models safe.
0: But each of your each of your your
1: movements is more important, and there's more to consider with each of them. So like, but you're then you're more efficient. Every time you want to kill something, you probably can kill it. Yeah. Every time you need to take hits, you probably can absorb those hits.
0: But I think that that is the and that's where, that's where the asymmetry lies. Yeah. But but so my, my only concern would be if you said to someone, Well, I've got a horde team, so I'm gonna play an hour of kill team and you're gonna play half an hour and they go, But like what if I wanna play you know, or, or what, how, how far can you stretch it? Can they do an hour and five? If we
1: if we both have forty five minutes on the chess clock, you won't take forty five minutes, probably with a six man team. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we have and we have time in the rounds to absorb some asymmetry, right? Yeah. And if I, I have think, more, I think, like, you wouldn't deliberately labour your moves just because someone when we were talking about a war and was like, well, we have both played, we should play the same amount of kill team. So would you deliberately take 10 minutes to move a Space Marine so that I, you match up to my 14, 12 moves, whatever it is? Say, you wouldn't, I, would you? You'd still play.
0: Well, I, I think it's, you, you get, by doing that, you get to have your time where you need it. Because mm. so, I, 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 I think... Half and half split is fair. I know it's not what happens. Yeah, yeah, But like, if it's a really important move and you go, actually, you know, what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to think about this for a second. And like, because I've, I've only played 20 minutes to kill team and you've played an hour, well, this move I think is really important and I want to measure it out and I want to double check. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this one, what I want to go and do. If that's going to win you the game by taking those extra three minutes or whatever, or maybe you're going to read a rule or something or double check. Because you have that, that time that you've built into your own time, right? I think that's fair. Whereas, yeah. like, if your if your opponent has already taken an hour and they get to the same move because they've been meticulous over all of their moves and they've got, well, I've got fourteen of these and I'll make sure,
1: yeah.
0: And you go, cool. Well, now we're only getting to turning point two yeah. because you're you're doing that. An hour it's like, need. well, you know, it's, it's it's the extrapolation of it, right? Yeah. As I think we're agreed, though doesn't happen yeah like it's and that that's the, the point is that like if it happens more often, then then I think as a community would be right to bring this in yeah but it's it's is kind of the point, but what is happening and, and this, this is this my, my point is like what's not happening is a a big percentage of players losing on t- on time, but what is happening is players being deterred from joining tournaments yeah. because of the intro- introduction of these additional measures, and so that's the the balance where I'm like well what like the good that you're getting from the clocks yeah. is
1: that is
0: that is that offsetting what you're losing from the community by bringing in those extra players. Because I want kill teams to be bigger than 40k. Yeah, like of course. I want to go to a tournament where there's like 400 people playing kill team and the corner yeah. there's 10 40k players, right? Like clinging yeah. on to that dead system. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is why right. you don't get GW affiliates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why I will never get free GW <laughs> <GTA> products. Um, <laughs> It's like Ryan, you you're gotta sell the big models, yeah. sell the big stuff, and it's like, but you could just buy a thirty quid yeah. box and have more fun. Um, <laughs> so, like, but that's that's the thing. Right? I, I want to because I, I I do think it's a better game, mm. but to get there, we have to get more people on board, right? And and it's the it is it, like a snowball effect because you can see that in this club is a perfect example. I I joined well when I first came to the club. Uh, you had a tournament of sixteen players. And maybe twenty people in the group. Or
1: something like that. Yeah, and I had to fill in that sixteenth slot because someone yeah, someone dropped someone out was, in the
0: last minute. Yeah. So yeah, so and, and and so you know it was like cool. And I looked, at it, I was like, this is a nice venue. It's a, it's a small little group. Happy to be a part of it. Yeah, this is this is quite nice. And then over the course of a year, almost a year, not even a year yet, you've gone you've gone from like you brought in one one more person. That person speaks to someone else. You meet yeah. someone else, and then they come in and they come in and they come in and they play. And then you get like a critical mass where people come into the store yeah. and they see the big group having fun and they're going, what, what are those guys doing and why are they all laughing and, like, and enjoying themselves so much? And it's like, oh, they're all playing Kill Team and it's a really good game and they go, oh, right, cool. Whereas if it's just two of you in a corner, you don't, you don't have that critical mass, you know, you're, not, yeah. you're not drawing it. But when it's like the majority of the store is packed out by Kill Team, more people go, well, there must be something in that. Yeah. And then and it, it keeps going, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, and so that's kind of the thing. Is like when you look at like the London Grand Tour whatever, and they have that massive hall and it's all full of forty k. Um, like, the bigger Kill Team gets, if it gets bigger than AOS and it gets bigger than these other systems, then I think we can we can make some really competitive tournaments, and then it will and then it will actually start making a difference. And then these, these yeah. additional rules might become relevant and and, and we can re- like readdress. But you got you got to build the base first. I yeah, think. I think um,
1: at its core, like Kill Team is a really accessible game, mm. <clears throat> and I th- that's certainly why I dove into it because I tried 40k in a group here they were they were right it wasn't they were particularly bad but I just thought there was a lot going on all the time and it felt like, oh, yeah, have you read this massive codex about that thick? And that's that's just yours. <laughs> and, and by then the way, your, it changes yeah. every few months. Yeah. So. And by the way, your, your opponent's playing a team you've never played before. Great, let me read it. Yeah. Oh, well, how's their codex? It's the same. Brilliant. I'm never going to know. <laughs> you just tell me what you can do and I'll just assume it's correct. Yeah, all right, yeah. great. And that would that would still, if I played that, that was over a year ago before I started the kilting group, I would still be doing it now. There's no way in a year I would have learned enough. And it's just changed. But if we, even if we took yeah. that out of the equation, it was just ninth edition. I don't think I'd have been as confident in, the, in my own Grey Knight rules, even now. I still think I'd still be having to go back and check things. And so I think this game a lot more accessible and we should be keeping it like that because it's a big draw for a lot of people. It was for me anyway, and I think a lot of the people I speak to in the group, the reason yeah. like Hobbying is accessible, it's just one team, right? it's mostly one box in almost every occasion, 10 models, maybe 20 models. Um, so Hobbying is more approachable, cost to entry is more approachable, the rules are more approachable because in most cases it's what, two? Two pages of rules and then data sheets. Yeah. Right. So that's it's not it's not a lot to you can jump in and you can jump around because it's real easy to be like yeah I can just learn another team in a couple of days and have the basics pretty much covered. And I think we just we don't need to make it less accessible. Yeah. That's one of its unique selling points. Yeah, I
0: hundred percent agree. And it's like the 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 hobby aspect as well. That's what puts me like. And I'll I'll say this: I love the idea of forty K. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, the way the way that it's delivered makes it bad. So, like, the cost of entry is massive, right? Yeah. So, like, okay, you need to spend a grand to to get it. And by the way, three months time, we're going to put, put out that data slate. Now it means that the thing that you just bought is yeah. is useless, and, yeah. and you have to spend another grand to make it like a change your army. And then you've got to put the hobby hours in. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, like so that is just alone is like so daunting a prospect and then let's say you get bored of it and you go well actually I want to play Eldari now and you go like <laughs> sweet does anyone have a couple of grand left around it's like you know it's like who, who made this and then and, and your point on r- rules is like the, the best point ever like I, the reason why I thought Tenth system was so good initially was because they brought out the app all the rules were there
1: yeah
0: and I was like oh this is great I I can I can look at what other teams do I can understand their rules and I can be like, oh right, so that's how Tyranids work. That's how, you know, Space and Marines work. Oh, that's where the data sheets are. Yeah. And then what they've just done is immediately take that away by going, as soon as the Codex is released, you can't access those rules anymore. <laughs> and you're like, you have you have a game that has so many rules and it's so bloated.
1: Yeah, it's horribly bloated.
0: And the new detachments have like six stratagems each, and there's like six detachments in a book. Yeah. It's like cool, and they all have enhancements, and they all play differently. And you're like, man, that's a lot. Like. It's going to take me a while just to... And that's,
1: and that's my army.
0: That's what I have in my house. And you go, cool. And like, so you, you've got to learn that. And then if you want to be competitive, learn what everyone else does. Nah, yeah. like, it's just too much time. Like, um, so yeah, I, I think we have to sort of acknowledge the people we're getting in, what they want from the game on average and persuade them to, to, to make that leap to competitive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's where we can make, make massive ground in the future. I think that's why, you know, I really want to get you on, on board with the podcast, because I think that's the, the bit that you can offer. So I think people will go, right, do I want to do that? And you can be the voice that says like, yes,
1: right? Yeah, because there's, <laughs> like, so, there's so many positives, right? Um, yeah. Um, like I can only speak for myself and the people I've interacted with, but like it has great positive effects on your mental health. There are lots of people who have come to our group and they've had social anxieties, right? And I. I'm not a wallflower, so I like yeah. people will be people message me and be like, "Can I come down and watch?" I will never let anybody watch. I will always have models for them to play, yeah. and I'll be like, "The best way to learn is just to play," and it, and like, we'll have a good time. And you will enjoy it. Hopefully, I'm not that overbearing. You'll enjoy it, and you'll come back. And that has always that has been successful so far. It's
0: been a Pretty high success rate.
1: And I've had like so. young Magnus, who like you've had some interactions with, you coached him to that duos win. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, he earned his win, and he has found me at Warfest because he came to Warfest not for the Kill Team tournament. Um, he was just there to experience it which was a shame wasted his money yeah. <laughs> that's another story but like he came and found me specifically just to, to like pull me to the side and be like i oh, just want to say thanks because like i've had loads of social anxieties before i joined the group and everyone's been really welcoming and stuff like that and like there are loads of positives and i think if you're on the fence it's no harm in being open-minded and just turn up to a group session somewhere and just, and see, just see, like see how tone, it is, right? it's just talking to people, right? You don't have to play the game, you don't have to know anything about 40k, you don't have to know about the lore, you don't even have to like the models potentially, <laughs> yeah. but you just want to talk to some people who are pretty cool and likes the similar things to you.
0: And that's, that's one of the interesting things, right, is that I think if you go to these events, there will be someone in that group that is of the same mindset as you. 100%. So like maybe you're a hobby person, yeah. and, you, and you get like, we have some of the best hobbyists here, yeah. right? like, it is insane, and yeah. they're winning awards all the time. Like, maybe you're a competitive player. Well, we've got some okay competitive players. Um, like, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah, whatever that is, yeah, yeah, fine. Uh, and then, like, maybe you're just into the community aspect. Yeah. And maybe, and this is, I think, the cool thing that you started doing as well is, like, you've been connecting the wider community as well, so, like, partners and stuff like that. Yeah. So you get them involved and, and they go, oh, you know, this is this is interesting. Maybe you're just, you're really into the law and you can just go chat to people about it and be like, oh, I really like this team because of whatever. Um, there is someone there that's going to vibe with you about one of those yeah. things like whatever it is, that's making you think to yourself, yeah, maybe I should do that. Like maybe yeah. maybe that's what I'm, I'm interested in. There will be someone in that group that wants to do that same thing. And, and that's sure. been replicated everywhere that I've seen. Yeah, um, and that's what I think would be really cool going forwards. And so like this is where I'm hoping like a little little partnership will, yeah, will, will, will be cool, because if we if you can get people to make that that first step. And then I'll, I'll sort of say, and, and if you want to improve your game, like, yeah. this, this is how we do it because that that's the next bit of it I think is the make that first leap join the community go to your first tournament like and then you'll realize what it's like and I think almost everyone I've not met anyone who's gone to a tournament and then gone I'm never going to one again like
1: yeah so I like I ran that first tournament. That was my first ever tournament experience. Was running my own in last <laughs> yeah. Christmas, and then like there was a there was a bit of a desire from the group to keep going, so I like grew it a little bit. We went to other tournaments around. I like, went to King of the North, uh, been to Warhammer World, to Warfest and stuff as a group. And I don't think I've had a bad tournament. I might have met a person and I was like uh, I, I enjoyed that game less, yeah, for various reasons. But I don't think I had a day where I was like the whole day was a blowout. Do mm. you know what I mean? There's always been positives, I've always been like, I've oh, met some really cool people, we had a cool game, like we had a good time, we chatted lots, or I learned something from someone who was really good and much better than me, and they taught me a way to approach something I never thought of before. And there's always been loads of positives. I don't think I've ever walked away from a whole tournament and be like, the whole thing was a blowout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I could say a a game might have been less favourable. Even that, I'll be honest, I've never had a game I didn't enjoy
0: at a tournament. Yeah, and the things so, are like, like so, so for me, the... The worst tournament I've ever been to, uh, was obviously yours, <laughs> 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 But the worst I've ever been to is, is, is Warhammer Fest. But you're right, like, it was the worst one I've ever been to, but I still had so much fun. Like, I, I had some incredible games, yeah. you know, and I had uh, a whole bunch of social around it, because, you know, we walk, a whole bunch of guys from London turned up, a whole bunch of, the Manchester crowd turned up, all my teammates turned up, and so we were, we're chatting in the evening, going out for beers, drinks, yeah. whatever, that sort of stuff. And so like that <coughs> was incredible, right? And, and so you go, actually, this has been really, really good. So, yeah, like, I think you're right. There's, there's, ne- there's never been a net bad tournament I've been to. Yeah. There's always been good bits. And the, even, the, even the worst one wasn't actually that bad. Like, it was, it was frustrating for some reasons but I still enjoy myself.
1: It was it was bad for like organisational reasons, wasn't it? Like yeah. We...
0: But what's been really interesting to see is how the like the community and the um, like Warhammer World and that sort of stuff has responded to it. Like, because yeah. they're very invested in making it better. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really cool. Like they they've gone sweet. Like what didn't people like? Great, right, get rid of that. We... What did people like? Here you go.
1: I found it quite uh, I don't know, like cathartic process almost like when we came back and we know somebody who works for GW and so I just messaged him some feedback and then he was like I'll find out how I can pass it on and then the next day he came back like I know I'm going to a debrief for Warhammer Fest He's like send me everything so I collated loads of feedback from all the guys in our group. And like he was really keen, and he sent us some some counter feedback, almost if you were like a response from some of the people in the D booth. I thought that's really cool. You don't have to massive organisation. Yeah. They yeah. don't know us. We're all faceless, faceless people, something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they like they actually sent back like yeah, we're we're happy to like look at this, and we're happy to take some of these things on board. I think that's pretty cool. It's really quick as well. A really quick turnaround. I think. And G- I hope they go forward the same mentality because it will only help the game.
0: Yeah, I, I think GW will do better the more they engage the community
1: yeah definitely every
0: time they've done it it's it's worked out well for them and even like even if it is because like i think a lot of the frustrations come from a lack of understanding Mm. so even if you say to someone look there's a the reason why we've done this is because uh it was going to be mixed but there was a shipping incident and now we've only got octarius and everyone goes okay cool i get it right like yeah and 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 people will they might be a little bit annoyed about it, but they won't, like, you won't care that much because you know the reason. Yeah. It's like leaving it to people's imagination that, that's, that's worse. Yeah. And then people have this like GW evil company, they're trying to take away money. Like, well, they're a private company, they're, they're trying to make money, right? Yeah. But they only do that by keeping the customer happy and that of sort of stuff. So like, I think if they engage with us more, they would do, they would do better. Um, I, think, I, I think the Warhammer Worlds event staff, for me, are incredible. Like, yeah they were great they were really good i've every single time I interacted with them i think they've absolutely nailed it um the, 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 the nicest people and that they do that they do exactly what GW want them
1: to do i think um, and they, they seem very receptive like oh 100 obviously you go to a lot of things a lot of industries where they say oh send us feedback and you're like it's kind of it's, it feels like a pointless exercise in a lot of cases you know? yeah. you're like well i might have really good valid feedback but i know it's not going anywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. but those guys like they they respond like they at are, every tournament they're invested in that feedback they yeah. want to know and they're like if you are upset about something they will speak to you about it and they'll they, change it like yeah. so like
0: every tournament you see like it's a, well like right at the beginning people were like oh can you put out deployment zones yeah or objective And it's like yeah next tournament they're there and it's like oh can you like do that yeah it's there and it's like, oh, the round times weren't too great yet. Yeah, we changed that, like, yeah. and then you go, cool. And can you do, um, what was the latest one, uh, just map layouts? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. we like, and, and and they've like solved every individual bit of it going yeah. forwards. And you end up in this like scenario where you go, this is perfect. Like, you, yeah, like every time good. I go there, it's better. And that comes from community engagement. Yeah. So this is kind of like the the the, the competitive community. We're we'll focused on that community point, which is where I think hopefully we, we can do better and I think um, I'm I'm very open to have my mind change on stuff because so another point on this which is where perceptions change is understanding stuff from the TO point of view yeah because when you, when you turn up and you're a competitive player and you never organized a tournament before and you know you've never had to do any of that sort of work you, it's very easy to assume it just it just happens right and um, it's like until you speak to the TOs and understand what they go through and like for instance I used to think best tournament would just be all monoterrain so like all open board all, all mixed and no, no no crossing and you just have enough enough terrain to do that and then someone says that that's great Ryan but like I don't have that terrain yeah. so I mean you can either have mixed or not yeah. a tournament so and you go oh obviously that's <laughs> like I get it now you know like yeah. BDC someone to explain that and go <coughs> of course this is the realities and then they go I'm actually crowd the train, so I don't know what I'm going to get on the day until people turn up with it yeah um, and then it's like a TO making the financial investment to make to get the train is, is massive so I think it's very easy for people to be critical um, but I think what we're seeing is is a lot of people investing their time and making these improvements yeah for sure um, and so I think f- for a TO to buy a whole bunch of terrain, yeah, they need a community that's regularly turning up of, yeah. a, of a big enough size to do that. So it's yeah. like, if you want these competitive improvements, then I need to get the I need to get the revenue. I think from make it happen. But
1: like from my point, I've invested a lot of time and effort to, like, you. I think you mentioned it on one of your podcasts already. Like, I, I do try to, I do speak to every person who joins this group, yeah. like, not just by messenger. I'll find them face to face and we'll have actual conversation. Yeah. Um, and I, and that is obviously paying dividends because they feel a bit more welcome. They feel a bit more included immediately because it's not just like turn up and try and find the kill teamers in the corner as it might be in other places. Like I, I will find them. Be like, I how, think how are you doing? Like, it seems like you use. know everyone in this place. Yeah, because like- I do. Because I, I go and <laughs> yeah, find them. Yeah. And I have a conversation with them. Um, but yeah, but like what I'm getting at is like there has to be some kind of investment in return as well, right? Because I can't yeah. be the one feeding it all the time there. There will be a point where I'll be like, that's, that's too much. And that has happened a few times. There has been a bit of burnout where you're like, I'm putting so much time and effort and I've got to juggle work and family yeah, yeah. and other stuff. Um, and sometimes you need the community, your group, to take a bit of that burden on. Yeah. And like, like what you said about terrain, I think that's where we are, is That's where we are right now, trying to crowdfund kind of a bit of a pool of money to expand so that we can be completely self-sufficient for like tournaments and events because we are crowdsourcing almost all of our terrain that you and I can't provide between the two of us because yeah, we have yeah. everything. Um, yeah, but everything else, we're like, come on, please borrow me this. And like you say, if, if someone has a little family emergency on the day, which happens, everyone's yeah. got more important things to do than play Kill Team, um, then it could be the difference between like being able to actually physically run that tournament or not, potentially. Yeah. If that person's bringing three boards, that's six players without a game that's potentially, it. isn't it? Yeah.
0: And it's interesting too talk about burnout stuff, and it is one of those things where I think people that's the camera's going to keep going. <laughs> uh, I am really sorry about the production quality. I, I, will, I will try and get better, I promise. Um, like On the plus side, it can only be improvements from here. <laughs> Episode two of... Uh, it be we, amazing. Wow. You should probably think of a special name for this what series. A, what
1: a transformation.
0: Like Yeah, like, yeah. he actually has a, ca- a camera that's stable. He's not just leaving the screen every two minutes to go oh, sort it out. Um, yeah. It's about burnout stuff and how much effort people put in. It's like... Even just from making a podcast, you know, it's like the the, the regular beat of it. Yes, yeah. and, and it's that sort of thing. It's like the, and as you say, you only need work to try and come in and, and mess it up or whatever, um, and and suddenly you, you're you're, flat, you're behind. Yeah, and so it is one of those things where it's like the more the community supports each other, the, the better it is as a result, um, and, and I, I'm seeing like quite a lot of the sort of like fruits of of that at the moment where. You know there's, there's been some like awesome stuff a, a guy painted a, a a model for me which had a little turning point tactics logo yeah on it, and it's like dude that is insane that's really nice, you know, like, yeah. it's so cool um and then so that's like one little thing where you just go oh yeah like this is this is kind of like people showing their appreciation in, in little ways um then also just people like you know andy helping out um connecting me to to various dice makers so i can try and like get some yeah. more like uh, stuff to hand out for people and also like doing his hobby and, and, and there'll be some stuff for people coming to tournaments to be able to see and like, it's that sort of stuff you know you, you make connections with these people and, and they go actually I can I help out a little bit with this and I can do a little bit of this and I've seen that in, in this group now is, is more people have felt I guess through going through the process that they can do more with it and yeah like, of course yeah like actually now, now they're invested because they see it as part of their wider community yeah it's kind of like a really cool thing that I think we're bringing on so um, it's it, it's it's awesome to be a part of this group because you can just see how big it's getting. They
1: give a lot back. Like, I would say it's not. <clears throat> I'm selling it like I've done everything, which which I had to a certain point. Yeah. And then, then I'm it's not like, saying it's all me, but 99 percent me. There was a, there was a point, though, there was a point, like in the early days, where it was just all me yeah. dr- harassing everyone. Turn up, turn up. Let's play. Let's let's get a game on. And then now there is a lot. It's a lot more mixed effort, right? More people are, are keen to play, so I don't have to push them to be like play. I just ask, are you coming? And suddenly there's 20 people who want to come. Yeah. I just say, are oh, you coming on Thursday? There's a big list, and there's less harassment from me. So it does. I did need that because I do think I would have got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm... this is the, the, the really high quality. <laughs> of that,
0: you got someone with a yeah. very loud car exhaust. Yeah, I do
1: think I'd have got to a point perhaps <laughs> where if I kept having to be the one always cracking the whip, kind of and this always is driving like,
0: it forwards again this is the, the reaching critical mass point right because now you've got like some some of the key personalities that may be leaning on hobby leaning yeah. whatever is and they're, they're always chatting in the group and say so people will ask a question and it doesn't have to be the answer yeah. anymore but because because you've built that community around you and it's like that it's that initial effort to go out and do that i think is 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 what's now brought all of this yeah sure. it's about so yeah i think we i think it if we, uh, I know that Lincoln's group is growing, I know that like yeah. various other groups and I think there's you know, people like Robin Lincoln and, and Adam I think it is, um, like driving that sort of like growth. It's like if, if that keeps happening at all their individual levels you know like I think that's really cool and we could see potentially
1: a, a awesome future for, for Kill Them. Yeah. Um, I would encourage those people to talk to each other if they can. Yeah. <clears throat> like there are a lot of Discords that are communal like your Discord, Glass yeah. Half Dead Discord. Can uh, you roll a create command point? All of those discords where a big community of kill team kind of hangs out online, has an online presence, and it's real easy to find. Oh, who runs the Manchester group? Yeah, yeah. someone will say, "Oh, it's this guy," and then They'll just say, you up. drop yeah. a message and go no, from Dan. there. And like share advice. I do that with Dan and Ben. They do it with me. Like we talk, we collaborate a lot, we share ideas, we swap what we might think is a best or worst practice, and work out that hopefully it works out so that overall we're better. Because he might have problems I've never encountered and vice yeah, versa, yeah. right? They might be like, well, for us, this problem occurred. And I'm like, oh, that's never happened here. But actually, I can see how that could, happen, how that yeah. could easily start to creep in. And you start to figure it out before it's a thing. And it's, it never becomes a thing. And I think there's a lot there's a lot in this community that you can just lean on. You can just ask somebody for help and they'll help you. And I've, today, I've not asked someone for something that they've said no.
0: Yeah. And that's the cool thing about the community is like that everyone is willing to help. Yeah. So like... Um, Obviously, I, I was looking at trying to get my tournament, and obviously the first people I messaged was yourself and um, uh, Dan and that other guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy. To be like, what do you guys think? You know, and and, and what's your advice, recommendations, and yeah, you know, how how do you get these various things to work? And then, um, and then like Mark, yeah, Mark's an absolute hero. He's like, yeah, so I'm gonna. You're clearly absolutely maxed, and he's very good at yeah computers and he was like i'll make your um uh uh tournament pack for you if you just give me all the data and he was like pestering before it because he's like, he must be a project manager or something. pretty good <laughs> these sort of things he, he's like, but like each of the community like parts have, have helped out and, and they've all sort of added in and you know what, what's really interesting is um like so mark like this is just after covid we started command point in uk and mark was like keen yeah. to, to do whatever and it's really interesting seeing like where it's going and 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 now you know potentially at our first tournament and we're hopefully and this is what i kind of want from from this tournament is to connect a bunch of scenes together yeah because you know i think nottingham and manchester are very well connected yeah Whereas like it, it's one it's basically one community yeah now. if they want to move house they can, <laughs> right, like, they can
1: join not right? <laughs> like, um,
0: so like it's it's basically one community now and I'm um, i'm hoping that when everyone then comes down to London and and you, you start to see a blend of those two communities, yeah. the same thing will happen. I know like um, I think Jim Cheap's coming up from Bristol, so he can bring up those guys, and there's some there's some guys from Portsmouth that I think are coming up as well. Um, and so like suddenly you just get this like blend of communities. Yeah. And you make those connections and then you, and you and you, once you start doing that, it makes it more fun every time you go to a future tournament. Yeah, for sure. Because you end up going there and you go, Oh, there's this guy. Oh, there's this guy. <laughs> like, oh, that person I met. When like, we go to
1: Warhammer World. Even it's, I've only been awesome. probably in that scene for twelve months, less than twelve months, with all the other not skilled team guys because we kind of yeah. pitched in at the same time. And you probably know like twenty out of those sixty people immediately. Yeah. You know, you, you queue up to check in on a day, and you just spend twenty minutes talking <laughs> like to different. Oh, hey yeah, yeah. it has been like six months, and you like you catch up on loads of stuff. And it's people so cool. remember so much stuff. And you like we talked about Mark before. when the first time I met Mark, he had these wound counter dice <coughs> and trays, dice trays. I said oh, they're pretty cool for like bigger wind models and we'd never met before we never had any other interaction other than him beating me up at the <laughs> table and then the next tournament I went to he didn't know I was coming I don't I didn't speak to him we never connected online or anything he just said oh, I said, oh yeah how you doing And he, like, spoke again he said, oh I brought these for you and he just printed some out for me I'm <laughs> like what where, where does that ever happen yeah. in any other walk of life he just printed them out on the off chance I might be there so it's like and that's well, that is kind of guy markets. to be fair he is yeah Marcus, nice. indeed But but lots of people are like that in this community. I found, like, like I said, I've played forty k, and there was a lot more elitism. I think in the group that I joined, Um, it's just not needed, and it's not needed. And it it did put me off. That was probably the main reason I was like, I I would have committed to the hobby. I probably would have financially invested. I probably Mm. would have tried to learn all the rules. But there, the guys, the one guy in particular, who played me, and he like tabled me with his brand new Tyrannus Codex, and he was very competitive. And I was like, I'm not very good. It's my third or second game. With a list that is not optimized because i bought it off ebay has a job lot (laughs) so it's real bad um and he just went through telling me all the things he was doing and i just had to accept it because i don't have i didn't have enough knowledge or confidence in the system to to challenge it and yeah there's no elitism like that here i mean like i say, i played Mateus at warhammer world i didn't get that vibe at all from him he wasn't elitist he was much much better than me in every single (laughs) way no doubt about it but like there was no lead to them and even at the end I was like what do you think I, like how do you think I would have approached?" but he had time to be like when I played good void dance players before they've done this and like they yeah, played yeah. in this way they've approached it like this and that that did change the way I played the rest of the day if I'll be honest because I did be like yeah I can kind of see where you're going and I hadn't ever thought of it like that before and then I picked up three wins on the bounce so it worked maybe it worked maybe that was enough and to sink in this is the cool thing it's like because
0: the Spanish teams are saying you know like uh, exactly the same vibe went right over there they're just happy to play kill team with you yeah, that like no one is. No one is like absolutely win at all costs. Yeah, but like, I don't think I've met many people like that in this community at all. To be honest, um, and I'm excited to go to Atlanta because I'm gonna hopefully meet like a whole bunch of the, the the best
1: US players, and they will all be win at all costs. <laughs> never, you never here again. Yeah. <laughs> if it is, I'll take it. I'm Ben. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But for the
0: tabletop, I'll be like Ben. What, what, what is this community you're, you're fostering? Um, no, but it's, it, I, I think it'd be so cool because, you know, Shay and I have messaged whatever in the past, and it's like, that would be cool to go over there and, and, and meet face to face and, and talk. And I, I'm expecting, hoping, that it's going to be that where you go over and you, you realise everyone's on the same page. Yeah, man. And it's then you go, oh, globally we all want the same thing yeah and then and then so that's that's the first step is that linking communities locally then if you link communities internationally I think we can have some like some awesome stuff so um I've I've learned a whole bunch out of organizing this first tournament um and I think going forwards that's going to be like my aim like I know people talk about world championships you want to do world championships um I think that'd be so cool like We'll start with the UK championships, and then we'll get yeah, to like you know we'll keep going and, and, and keep getting better. Um, but yeah, that'd be awesome, I think. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah,
1: I think if, if everyone just keeps it open as much as you can, mm. <clears throat> I think that's the easiest way to keep the, the game healthy, right? If you keep sure. that entry level low, you reduce the the, re, the reasons for people to be deterred from the game system. You keep keep them out of the way, and there's less reason for people to say no. Yeah, like, oh, I'll give this a try. What is this? Really easy to join. It's really quite easy to pick up. Maybe not easy to master all the time, but easy to pick up. Easy to
0: get going. And and, and maybe at some point, you know, you, you'll get good at hobby. You know, yeah. maybe you won't. You know, maybe you
1: will. You've <laughs> got time. You've got time. I'll give it a go. Got time. Yeah,
0: well, I'll start the next project. <laughs> um, <laughs> I realised that we started chatting about. Uh, I think it was chess clocks. Uh,
1: Two two bros just vibing. (laughs)
0: Just just vibing. Just talking about (laughs) chess clocks, and we have moved so far beyond that. Um, We should probably in future have show notes, but. Um, but we we're so well, we were, just, we we're so well prepared. As you can see, you know we've yeah. we've nailed this format. This is how it's going to go. No technical you'll issues. Get, you'll, you'll yeah. get the the, uh, the falling over camera yeah. will, be, will be part of the sketch from now on. You never know when it's going to happen. Just slowly, just moving down. We might do it standing in future, just so it slowly slides down. So there's only only crotches. Creep down like this oh, yeah. as we go with it, <laughs> just to stay in the shot. Get more and more horizontal <laughs> until it's just like, in the table. Um, but yeah, so hopefully this has been, um, for people uh, watching or listening, uh, interesting, a bit different. Yeah, uh, We want to try and do it a bit more often. This is kind of like me trying to find ways to make more content more efficiently.
1: Um, yeah, well if you're like, broaching the ideas, we kind of spitballed earlier. Because <laughs> people can yeah. give an opinion, right, and say if they would or wouldn't potentially enjoy that. Like you said About live streaming. Yeah, so think, you kind of have this kind of same chat with other guys yeah, from well, our group. Yeah,
0: so, let's do that now. So, but so, well, one of the things that we we're chatting about, and I think it's it's the sort of the future of, of how I want it, want it to go, is so having watched a whole bunch of YouTube content creators, yeah, I think there is ways that you can do it more efficiently. So, I'm starting to think maybe we do live bat reps with then interaction with the audience. Yeah. So you'd be able to say, oh, hey, why are you doing that on the stream? And we'll be able to talk through it. Um, and in the games, it'll probably be like two hours, two and a half hours, because I reckon there'll be more interruptions. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but then hopefully I can give a bit more reasoning as to why I'm doing stuff. Like, yeah. well, I'm moving this guy here to do this. And then someone can ask, like, oh, aren't you worried about this? And I'll go, oh, no, actually, the reason why, you know, and yeah. we have a bit of a two-way. Um, but to do that, that needs like three people. You need one person to the chat, then you need yeah. two players um and we need like this room which you know sanctuary's given us for tonight which is awesome so that'll be the the future um so that'll be the first bit and then kind of like uh what this is is what i want to go to um where we then roll on into a a chat and i don't know how best to host this if it's just gonna be a recording and a problem patreon and then move it across later i don't know we'll see but um that's kind of like the way the way i I want it to to roll um so I think that will be supplementing, yeah, the current pop podcast because I really like the patron priority questions and I think the, the format of that still needs to stay the same. And the bat rep, for instance, some people will be able to uh, watch that, but if you're if you're a, if you're a car journey listener, yeah, then, yeah. that's me. Then it's like you, you you might not be like, well, hang on a sec, what's he doing? And then yeah. then you're trying to watch a YouTube video driving, and that's illegal. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can't be doing that. Um, so yeah, uh, that's kind of a good idea. So it'd be interesting to talk about what people think. You know, like yeah. if, if that's something you think you're you want and you'll be interested in, let me know. Or if you think actually it's a terrible idea, you're wasting your time, then let me know. Um, the the, what I'm trying to get towards is doing the least amount of editing possible.
1: <laughs> so lazy. Like, I'm so lazy. So lazy. I,
0: I, I, I want to come and play, I, I want to align all of my tasks, right? I want to play Kill Team like, and have fun playing Kill Team while somehow be, making content. you be the
1: Phobos Strike Team of content creation. <laughs> yeah. So action
0: like, efficient. So action efficient. All the APLs in one place <laughs> um, is what I'm trying to do uh, because what what is happening at the moment is I'm like, starting on a project and then like work gets really busy project goes on hold and then i'm I'm going back to it and then it's back and forth back and forth and i'm like oh my god it's been a week i haven't released a video yet um and i release a video and then or a podcast episode and then i delete one which is useful so it's like two weeks (laughs) 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 so Mm. you go through this process anyway and uh, and it's like i need to make it more efficient um because like coming to this club and like playing here is it's something I want to do more of, and it's like yeah, it's, it's not something I want, I want to lose just to make podcast episodes. Yeah, with we'll you. Um, but I also want to give everyone who's supporting me and get stuff out of it, content to watch. Of course. Yeah. So it's kind of that balance, and uh, and it's how we do it. And I, I think I think that live interaction will make it more natural, more interesting. Um, yeah, and I
1: think we're quite blessed with a with a good group of players, like a good wide sure. wide cross section of players as well if that's the best way to put it. <clears throat> so, sometimes you watch some content creators and it's always the same two people playing. Yeah. Which which is fine, but those two people do have play styles. Yeah. And there is a point where it doesn't matter that they're using two different teams, they play those teams <laughs> in, the, in same the same way. way. Yeah. So, like, it, are you perhaps getting as much exposure to the way that team runs? Because they are not playing, perhaps, the way that team is designed. And I think here, we have people who have so many different teams, but they actually focus on one specific team. So you could have... Yeah. One player with that faction, and that's their faction. So they probably are playing it in a way that's more closer aligned to the design. Yeah. And so you. Or and it's the other thing
0: as well. You might just see a completely different way of playing. Yeah, of course. Which is like, and that could be really interesting in itself. And even though it's mirror match, and we, we both we chose different models, we deployed differently. Yeah. Like we, you know, we went with different strategies on, on turn one and turn I you two. Taught like like yeah, exactly. you like, something. Exactly. Taught you something. you something. And and you're learning these bits, and you go, oh, right, this is this is cool. So. There's definitely value in that, yeah. Um, definitely, and we do, we do have an awesome group for it. Uh, and there'll be a little bit of you know initial nerves of getting people on for the first time, but I reckon after that they'll go. he will be all right, yeah. Uh, as, soon, as soon as someone's done it once, they'll go, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not that bad.
1: Um, and then while people are here before you edit it out, because you best not edit this out. What they also <laughs> need to do is pressure you to get involved in hobbying. Yeah, because we have so <laughs> many good hobbyists in the, our group. This is the
0: ongoing thing, and
1: this is the easy opportunity to to have that action efficiency. Casual, Generate some content casual and casual to do some competitive
0: hobby. hobby, Casual to competitive hobby. Um, yeah, so maybe I'll try and do the Hierotech Circle team. Why not? That'll be my my thing. Um, there's a whole bunch of things to figure out. Like, I need to learn how to use OBS. Yeah, of course. And uh, or find someone in the group who already knows and just get them to do it for me. Um, maximum <laughs> APL efficiency. <laughs> so if there's any editors out there <laughs> listening to this and they want to take over my editing life, uh, I, I, I will pay you good money. Um, <laughs> Yeah. free free patron for life uh but yeah so you know we'll, we'll we'll do that and um i do need to get into more hobby agreed um told you i'd break it <laughs> because competitive hobby it turns out <laughs> those those points matter you can get to the world championships by being good at
1: painting and just being nice <laughs> if you're a nice guy and good at painting
0: then you, you, you can you, go, you, go you to can Atlanta. Get well done uh so that's that, that's the future is like how many of those awards can i win um, probably not many. i the regular paying.
1: I think but. I think something that I like, I like the idea of getting other people is because everyone's on a different stage of whatever journey they want, and they all have different goals, right? And hopefully, if you expose more of those opinions, like put put them out there, so there's more exposure for them, then there'll be people that can identify with it easier, right?
0: Definitely. And, and maybe that, they
1: can say, like, yeah, maybe this is a good system to get in on because I didn't realize how
0: dude coming from
1: all different angles.
0: And that point we said earlier about like, um, you know you'll find someone in that group that vibes with you. Quick. Like, like, I guarantee you there is, there is personalities in this group that, oh, yeah, that people will vibe with and, and, we'll, and we'll get them in and you'll be like, oh, that's, that's my kind of player. You know, like, yeah. Some people like to play Sonesh because they're pink. You know? <laughs> some people like to do that. And, and it's yeah. not because of yeah. the, the, the stratagems and the rules yep. and, and the matchup, just because yep. of the colour. Um, you know, and, and, and that might be your thing. Maybe you want to play a pink kill cool team as well. We've got some of those. Quite a few <laughs> there's, of those, actually. In there this is a surprisingly group. growing amount of <laughs> yeah. pink pill teams. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I do. I hundred agree. So that's kind of like the future. Um, we'll see if we can we can do that. If the if the internet is stable enough, if I can get the up with the cameras, um, I'm hopeful. And then it will just make it easier for everything if I can live stream it. Yeah. Um, and it hopefully then gives people a bit more, a bit more ability to interact with us as well. Yeah. Because like there's the patron prize questions, which are sort of set up. You probably won't get quite as comprehensive an answer because you'll be putting them on the spot. Yeah,
1: um, you gonna have time to prepare it and do the yeah. research that maybe it needs.
0: But so maybe I'll, maybe what I'll do is end up going like, "This is my my gut reaction," and I'll and I'll come back to you and yeah. in an episode and go, "I thought about it a bit more," and this is like, yeah. like this is how <laughs> I've actually thought about it. you know like my yeah. gut reaction. Chess blocks are good. Uh, I <laughs> thought a bit more, and maybe it's a bit more nuanced yeah. um, and there's pros and cons. So like yeah, I th- that that's kind of it. So uh, that's what we're gonna try and do. Let me know what you think of that in the comments, uh, drop that, and we'll, we'll see, what, see what happens, but that's kind of the future. Unfortunately, I am going away to the US for two weeks uh, on a work trip. Uh,
1: and then you come back, and then, then you come go back, back. And then I go to <laughs> Atlanta,
0: so um, I'm gonna to have to try and like, come back, immediately get an episode in, so that people are, are, have some stuff to do. Um, but I think I'm, going to, I'm doing that adversary guy at the moment. Yeah. So whilst I'm away you know, like in um, Albuquerque, I'll be typing away in my spare time. Build a diversity guide and hopefully i can come back and just record it yeah um because i think that'll be useful for people yeah so, the slides are good. good that's the future yeah well nice um right i think we've chatted enough i have
1: been gone to watch I don't know why that's my... <laughs> <Wait, laughs> oh yeah.
0: yeah 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 that's the time <laughs> so that's the time so late uh so late isn't it it was worst watches <laughs> yeah. um well thank you so much for listening uh, hopefully you did find something uh, useful in that um, and let us know what you think about the format, how we can make it better. What you think about potentially doing it live in future? Um, I already know to get the camera so it doesn't yeah, fall blue over. Tech doesn't like, help. Blue tack, yeah. the window being open to the car park was probably not a good idea. <laughs> Aware of these things, he's sort of like... like gonna... the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's everyone just like Ryan. Have you thought about using a camera stand? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Like, there's gonna be a like hundred comments like maybe a camera stand could be a good idea. Uh, maybe don't use blue tack on top of put cardboard oh, um, blocks. Yeah. And then I think well maybe in future we'll go like all out and we'll get proper like nightstands and stuff but uh, we'll see for now we've got these portable ones um, we'll see how it goes yeah man uh, right it's gonna fall over again so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call it there but thank you so much for listening this has been Tony Boy Tactics I'm your host Ryan and I'll see you next week See you now. cool
1: I'm so warm in here now.